Hello, EKN Nation, and welcome to another episode of This Week in Carding. It is October 25th, 2023. I am David Cole, joined by Nate Dean. We're bringing you episode number 71 of our podcast show. Again, hitting all the major news and notes in the world of carding and that you will find on the EKN homepage over the past week, thankfully, as we are uh, recording just a week later after our last show. Again, our podcasts are on the ECAN Radio Network, and you can download them anywhere you get your podcasts from, looking up the ECAN Radio Network. This episode of This Week in Karting is presented by Margay Racing. Do you want to be part of the fastest growing series in the sport? Check out Margay Racing's Spec Ignite class and their Arrive and Drive packages. Nothing matches the affordability and competitive level of the Ignite program. It's just one set of tires, national level caliber drivers, where the best driver wins over the best equipment. Bring your safety gear and Margay will take care of the rest. For information, please visit ignitecarding.com today. Get off the couch and into a race seat. So again, Nate, as I stated, we're a week after our last show, which was episode number 70, October 16th, 2023. Uh, we got some time now to kind of sit back and be able to write up a quick script and sit down for a half hour, 45 minutes to be able to, re- to do uh, some more podcasts. And we'll we'll obviously be getting a lot more into that uh, as we get into the winter months and and we're freezing up here in the northern hemisphere. Yeah, I have a little bit of time before a certain race in Las Vegas will be taking place. So enjoying that little bit of free time and ability to sit down and do another one of these this week in carding episodes before we head over to Las Vegas for Supernats 26, which a lot of news and a lot of information coming out, additional information coming out in the past couple of days in the past week that we'll certainly be getting into in this episode. Yeah, we might we might actually get one more podcast in before we we do head to Vegas. Uh, you know, we do have a uh, what you know just just over just under two weeks before we actually head uh, to Sin City and the Super Nationals. So we we might get one more in. Of course, we're going to have our Outlap uh, shows. We're going to have two episodes regarding the Super Nationals. So we'll have more on that. So we'll get to. Uh, to at least be able to talk about the event itself specifically and kind of preview the event. But we'll, we might have some uh, some news coming up uh, in the coming days that uh, may require another This Week in Carding before we do head out. And maybe, maybe we'll do like a, a Friday special or something like that next week. We'll have to see. Uh, but regarding the Super Nationals, certainly uh, there's a lot of news coming from Temecula, California, the home base of Supercarts USA. Uh, first up, as we were recording our last episode of This Week in Carding, we got the information from Supercards USA announcing a new format and purse for the 2024 Pro Tour. Nate, kind of just give some highlights and some notes on, on what they actually announced in that press release. Yeah, so $310,000 in total of prize packages going through a couple of them. Pro X30 and... Well, actually, well, that's more of the format that we'll talk about. We'll stick with uh, prize packages for this little uh, bit of it. Actually, no, I'm getting ahead of myself. Prize packages <laughs> next. It's yeah, the notes Pro are X- kind of just mixed into everything. It's kind of just it's, how there's so much skews yeah. and I looked over it quickly. I'm like, anyway, <laughs> Pro X30 Senior and Pro Shifter will be moved to the afternoon only. 
um, that also has top 10 drivers in each championship will collect money for a 2025 entry. So that's new for this next season. Uh, one of the bigger changes and one that you have been wanting for the past couple of years, no pro drivers in KA100 Senior. One of the reasons they're doing that, I believe, is not to give those pro drivers more track time than their allocated afternoon sessions that they'll be getting for the pro show as it's being deemed. Um, same format for all other classes with two rounds each weekend. But then for the pros, you'll have on Friday, two practice sessions with a hot pit. Saturday, knockout qualifying and a pre-final. And then Sunday, you will have a final. So kind of like a Formula One sprint format weekend for the pro classes at the Scusa Pro Tour for 2024, along with a team's championship prize. And they'll be calculated, I believe, with two drivers per team. I'm assuming that's going to be the top two highest scoring finishers per team or just two period they said you have to select the two drivers for your team championship okay okay so a lot of changes though going into 2024 for the first first let's let's start with the money and the prize package again three hundred ten thousand dollars in value for next year's prize package for 2024 excuse the pro tour uh the biggest thing like you said they're going to award the top 10 drivers in each of the pro categories uh money and entry free entry into the 2025 Scusa Pro Tour. So that's a big amount. That's a big chunk of that 310 prize package. You'll of course still be doing weekend prize packages as well, uh, including for that in the what they're calling the semi pro. I'll just call regular categories that uh, you typically see uh, with at the Scusa Pro Tour. So so that's kind of where the big bulk of it is. So it's a good amount of chunk to the pro categories again. They're going to get the next full season. If they finish top 10 in the championship, the next full season paid for, uh, along with getting a little bit of cash on the side as well. Uh, I didn't break down the, the you can go to Supercards USA Pro, uh, USA.com and look up the, the full kind of breakdown of the prize package for, for that. So Nate, that that's kind of the big chunk of the additional value is is ten drivers, not no twenty drivers, because you get ten in Pro X thirty and ten in Pro Shifter getting free rides essentially for the twenty twenty five Pro Tour. Yeah, and that's really big for Scusa to offer that up going into twenty twenty five. Should ease a little bit of people's wallets as the sport becomes ever increasingly more expensive so that'll be nice for those top 10 and pro shifter and x30 pro in 2024 now now format change it you know i i read this and i believe i read something like this in 2020 i'm not quite sure who was the author of that it maybe was me um (laughs) talking about because we had low numbers in pro shifter at the time hey Let's do a four in the one style. Let's get 10 teams involved. You get two drivers each. Get the get the chassis manufacturers behind it. Let's do a Formula One style format for for Super Nationals alone. Okay. And then as as we went on into 2021 and numbers weren't there, I'm like, well, why don't we just do this for the Pro Tour period? Well, nothing came about it. So it's ironic that their new Pro Show is going to focus on that type of format. As you said, very similar to what we see with Formula One and their their sprint race format that they do, because, of, again, well, they're still going to have a pre-final race. Um, you're going to have only two practice sessions on the weekend. 
uh, knockout qualifying again, what I talked about before. And then you, you allow teams to have multiple tires, sets of tires. So that way you can kind of a lot, okay, go out on some scrubs, come in for new ones and, and, you know, that kind of style of excitement. And I think that's going to be good. Now, the hard part looking at it is the racetracks. Now they have to have the racetrack set up to where we do have a hot pit available. I know that's it's kind of difficult at some of the racetracks we do go to. Um, but, you know, the 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 facilities that they're going to go to uh, Motorsports Country Club, it's a little challenge there because of the way everything's set up. It's doable but they're obviously going to have to kind of reconfigure the facility between uh, the, the, the regular categories. And then we get into the pro category. So that's one thing to look at, you know, Newcastle, I think you can get away with it. We have that long pit lane coming in, depending on the direction we go to, that's a big, that's a, that's a question mark as well. So, um, so that's going to be obviously something that's going to be looked at and hopefully addressed as, as we go along, but yeah, it's eerie similar to the uh, and then again of course the team championship you get your two drivers that's formula one that's formula one in a nutshell you get two drivers per team so it'll be interesting to see like say uh, a psl karting or uh, a magic kart usa having you know two drivers racing under the psl tent well maybe they'll have a dealer now racing with drivers racing under their name as a team as well too kind of like similar to what we see with red bull and, and, you know, in Formula One. So, Nate, I'm, I'm interested to see, you know, kind of how this shakes out uh, in, in that with the format style of that. Yeah, and it's something that obviously works for Formula One. And obviously they have a ton of media attention on them and a lot of hype and a lot of focus. So copy and pasting that, bring it into Cardian should make it a lot more interesting. I think there will be a lot of eyes on the streams for the first couple of weekends and probably entire season for the pro tour next year to seeing what this new format is. And especially with it not being mixed in with the other classes, the non-pro classes um, throughout the day. And it just being an afternoon session where if you just want to watch the pros and the shifter and the X30 seniors go at it, one broadcast at the end of the day will certainly bring more viewers in so that should be very very interesting to see in 24 a lot of excitement really i'm just really excited to see how this goes and like you said the two drivers per team i think will be quite interesting and if you have a like red bull alpha tauri dynamic with some chassis manufacturers if you could be seeing that and then how the two drivers per team how that selection will work if that's for a full year is that for just a weekend where if you know one driver is better at this track you can opt them in or out not sure exactly how that's going to work yet but ultimately just really really excited to see how this goes in 2024 and and again it puts an emphasis track side for those drivers in mini and junior to look at the pro categories be like you know what when i get 14 15 16 i want to do that not Oh, we're, we're spending way too much money. There's no emphasis to stay in karting. Let's go car racing at 13. You know, again, making it a pro category, making, making it valuable to stay in karting. Because again, a lot of people don't see the value in karting until they leave it. And then when they leave it, they come back going, man, I wish I would have never left. So I think that's a big part of it too, because again, there's only a few percentage of people who actually have the funding and the support to go into car racing. We continue to talk about that. 
year in and year out, and it's not getting any cheaper. There's no doubt about that. Car racing continues to get more and more expensive, as does karting. But that's just the way economics works. And I love this because, again, put the focus on the on the pro categories, make the kids want to grow up and be part of this. That's what it was back in the day when when Supercard USA was founded. You know, when when it was the headline shifter category, everybody went to the fence to watch, especially when they started bringing in the junior category and the, all the junior drivers wanted to be, you know, the Bobby Wilson's, the Kyle Martins and all those guys who were stars in the shifter cart category. So I hope to see that not only for pro, but for X30 as well. So it'd be interesting to see how that uh, unfolds and we'll get kind of more like a, a feedback on that as we get to uh, to Vegas for the Super Nationals. Uh, and speaking of the Super Nationals, they did release the prize package for this year's event. Again, a phenomenal package uh, in terms of prizes and cash money. Among the highlights are the BRM timepieces for the winners in the X30 Senior and K100 Master Division. So again, they'll be able to leave uh, with some nice hardware on their wrist. Uh, again, BRM is a, a longtime partner for with Supercard USA, and they're amazing timepieces that they build and custom make for this event alone. Uh, Nate, kind of break down the the cash prizes that'll be awarded out to five categories at this year's Super Nationals. Yeah, so Pro Shifter obviously being the big one, ten thousand dollars on the line for the winner. Bit of a drop down to second, where it's twenty five hundred. And then $1,250, $750, and $500 for your podium finishers. The other pro category, X30 Senior, $3,000 going to the winner, then dropping down to $2,000, $1,000, and then $500 for both uh, fourth and fifth place. K100 Senior, $2,500, $1,750, $500, and then that same uh, price structure going down into ka 100 junior uh, along with mini swift that will be looks like the same for them so twenty five hundred dollars to whoever comes out on top in mini swift they'll hopefully pay for a little bit of the weekend probably not all of it but he takes the dent out of the pocket um non-prize packages some pretty cool ones uh, rlv cash for your chain program winners in x30 senior and k100 senior at 500 if on an rlv extreme hpc or extreme o-ring chain so that will be a little interesting and then micro swift getting a new mylapse tr2 go transponder and with how rough las vegas is and how rough super nats is and walking around it last year there was certainly a lot of things falling off the carts and i did count a couple of transponders so that might come in handy for whoever ruins <laughs> micro yeah i don't typically see a transponder on the on the side of the racetrack but it does happen so again great uh, a great investment there getting a a transponder so yeah the senior at k100 senior k100 junior and mini swift those are kind of the bigger categories so i think that's the typical you know if you get uh the larger fields in the in the event you get the uh the money you get the cash prize uh so that's good for those categories they're obviously uh expanded to the 88 drivers allowed in those categories so uh with that we'll head into our first commercial break it is this week in karting and we'll have more after these commercials Check out any major national karting event and what's the common thread? Speed Concepts Racing. Up front, 
in every class, every weekend. The Speed family has been at the forefront of American karting for over 25 years, and Speed Concepts Racing is the sole dedication of Father Mike Speed and his multi-time championship winning son, Alex Speed. This program is all about passion for the sport and a dedication to winning. They know how to get it done. If you're a senior driver ready to put yourself amongst the best in the country, Speed Concepts Racing is the program for you. We can win the big races. You just need to be in the seat. The Speed's program has delivered time over time in the junior classes as well, helping to elevate a long list of young drivers from mid-pack to potential race winners. Speed Concepts Racing has the perfect equation of coaching, driver development, and technical knowledge to elevate your program. Arrive and drive opportunities are available for the remainder of the 2023 season, and we're locking in seats for 2024 as well. If you're ready to take your career to the next level, contact Speed Concepts Racing through email at speedconceptsracing at gmail.com. The new face of competitive karting in the Pacific Northwest region is Race Lab. The full-service karting operation is located at the state-of-the-art Kartplex facility in Oliver, British Columbia, Canada, providing everything you need to hit the track or put yourself in a successful driver development program. Race Lab is the official North American distributor for the TB Kart chassis brand, providing the full range of models from Kid Kart to Shifter Kart. Villeneuve Racing Karts is their flagship product available only through Race Lab. The brand carries the name of Formula One champion and Indianapolis 500 winner Jacques Villeneuve with each model produced by TV Kart. Kartplex, the home of Race Lab, is situated on the grounds of the Area 27 Motorsports Park. From full arrive and drive TV Kart rentals to leagues and competition karting, the facility provides a new home to developing the future stars of motorsports all beginning at Cartplex with Race Lab. Follow Race Lab on social media on Facebook and Instagram or load up their website at www.theracelab.ca to learn more about TV Cart and Villeneuve Racing Carts. Race Lab. Race with us, win with us. OpenFender.com is a way for racers like you to raise money to reach your racing goals. I'm founder Mason Filippi of the world's first motorsports funding platform. As a racer, I know that there's a lot we do behind the scenes before hitting the track. Driving fast, winning races comes after a lot of prep, practice, and let's face it, a lot of money. The good news is that fans and sponsors want you to win. They want to help you and be part of your team. That's why I created OpenFender.com, to get these supporters funding your dreams and getting you across the finish line. In a few minutes, you can set up a profile, share it on your socials, and encourage fans and sponsors to boost your racing. Racers using Open Fender are averaging over $1,000 per campaign. This is money that's buying them parts, paying fees, and getting them to the next level. Join Open Fender now and start funding your performance. Welcome back to segment number two of This Week in Carding. It is episode 71, October 25th, 2023. David Cole joined by Nate Dean as we get into some road tax uh, information regarding the 2024 season. Uh, RTX Carding, the Rotax Winter Trophy, has confirmed their location uh, for this year's program, which will be during the winter months of the USA calendar. Uh, going back-to-back -back weekends, Nate, uh, give us the weekends and the racetracks that they'll be racing at. 
Yeah, so January 26th through the 28th, I'll be at Orlando Cart Center. And then February 2nd through the 4th, will also be at Orlando Cart Center. The main difference for that being the first weekend, they'll be running the clockwise configuration. Second weekend, they will be running the counterclockwise configuration. Yeah, so back-to-back weekends in Orlando Kart Center for the RTX Karting Road Tax Winter Trophy Program. The cool thing about this program, Road Tax Grand Final tickets are on the line. So champions uh, of this program will be among the first to earn tickets to the 2024 Road Tax Max Challenge Grand Finals. Uh, That event will be taking place very soon for the 2023 event. Uh, at the beginning, the first week of December. Uh, registration is open for the winter Rotax Winter Trophy Program. Head to rotax-ems.com slash USA to be able to enter. Again, the categories offered for this event will be Senior Max, Junior Max, Masters Max, Mini Max, Micro Max, and DD2. So uh, we saw a number of international drivers there last year, so I would expect to see the same uh, coming back in 2024 to try and earn uh, some of those Rotax Grand Final tickets. Also, the U.S. Trophy West Series has expanded for the 2024 season, uh, going from three events now to four events, including eight rounds of racing. So two rounds each weekend, four weekends in total from February to May. Nate, give us a breakdown of this year's schedule. 23rd through the 25th, next cart racing. Towards the end of March, 22nd through the 20th, Huskin. Excuse me. Wait. I might be. <laughs> Tucson. Tucson. I <laughs> and I was looking at something you're, CRG you're and up. I had Italy on my mind. So yep, we're gonna yep. go with that. Amarillo <laughs> well, Park Complex. Let's, let's start over. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So February twenty. You were breaking up on my end. So I'll, okay. I'll I'll quick run through it. February twenty third through the twenty fifth, the Phoenix Kart Racing Association. March twenty second through the twenty fourth, they'll be heading the Muscleman Honda Circuit in Tucson, Arizona. The yeah. April nineteenth through the twenty first, they head to Texas. Lone Star State and the Amarillo Cart Complex uh, in Panhandle, Texas. So that will be welcoming the Rotex uh, program, the U.S. Trophy West Series for the first time. And then on May 17th through the 19th, head north up to Grand Junction Motor Speedway in Colorado, the western side of Colorado, for the final two rounds of the eight-round championship program. And again, Rotex Grand Final tickets on the line for selected categories in the championship along with the XGEL driver exchange program for selected drivers going to be selected to go race in Japan. So an exciting new expansion, Nate, for U.S. Trophy West program. Yeah, and we talked a little bit about it, of the Japanese kind of, we'll call it exchange program that they'll Mm -hmm. be doing, which is pretty cool to have a little bit of crossover as we talked about not to go into it as much as we did in last episode, but we have a lot of European, North American crossover, don't have a lot of North American, Asian crossover. So it should be interesting for those drivers from Asia and from over here to get those experiences and eight rounds in total. Like you said, it's some really, really fun tracks on the West coast. So it should be a good season for them in 24. Yes, without a doubt. Yeah, expanding that program. So interested to hear. Uh, we'll probably get more details about the East program. You got to figure there's going to be a little, a little uh, 
uh, overlap in terms of the schedule because again they'll try maybe if they're expanding to four weekends maybe starting in the month of may as well too so we'll see about that uh, with that we'll head into our final commercial break and we'll get into more stuff surrounding surrounding the ecan editorial podcast and radio network so we'll be back after these commercials in karting it's important to be supported by the right people with over 40 years of experience in the sport Trinity Karting Group has everything you need to make your program successful. We do it all, and we do it right. Trackside support and arrive and drive programs at many of karting's biggest East Coast events, full product sales and service, and professional coaching from our experienced staff. Trinity Karting Group is a full-service operation based at the Motorsports Country Club of Cincinnati, which gives us access to our custom-designed driver training facility. This allows us to offer private one-on-one coaching to take you to the next level. From arrive and drive and coaching programs to the parts you need, let Trinity Karting Group provide you with customer service and a racing experience second to none. Trinity Karting Group is an official Kart Republic race team, providing full trackside support at all the major USA karting events, including the Scusa Pro Tour, United States Pro Kart Series, Scusa Super Nationals 25, and other events throughout the 2022 season. TKG has in stock Cart Republic, IAMI, MG Novinko tires, and more products for those in Ohio and the Midwest region. Trinity Karting Group has a long history of the sport, a winning pedigree, and we're dedicated to driver development. We take pride in our professional approach and our positive attitude. Let us build a custom race program for you. Give us a call at 513-421-4463 or check us out online at trinitycardinggroup.com. Established in 1999, PSL Carding has become a powerhouse within the carding industry for North America and around the world. PSL Carding is your complete source for all Burrell Art products as the North American importer providing this top quality product through both their expansive dealer network or through the pslcarding.com online store. Whatever you need is available 24-7 online, including safety gear, parts, components, and full carding packages. All three brands, Morel Art, Ricardo Kart, and Charles Leclerc Karts are in stock and ready to hit the track. Grab your winning chassis for any category by visiting pslcarding.com to find your nearest dealer. PSL Karting is always looking for interest in new dealers and teams to help create new business relationships. Drivers looking to take their talents to the next level can join the Burrell Art North America race team competing at all the major U.S. and Canadian events this season. When you're ready to win, go with PSL Karting. It all started in my parents' garage. That's the foundation for MPG Motorsports, which grew from a small home garage in Indiana into one of the top race teams and car shops in the industry. A true passion for motorsports runs deep in the DNA of MPG, which has developed strong connections within karting. Now based at the Whiteland Raceway Park in central Indiana, MPG Motorsports offers a wide range of opportunities through its race team while providing a full service kart shop as an official dealer for the Kart Republic brand. The MPG Motorsports race team is led by ownership partner and karting champion Chase Jones and provides full trackside service and driver development. Be part of the MPG program at the USPKS, 
Stars Championship Series and Route 66 Sprint Series events with arrive and drive opportunities available at those programs, as well as at the Whiteland Club races this season. A new 3,500 square foot shop is now open at the Whiteland Raceway Park in Whiteland, Indiana, and is the new home of MPG Motorsports. This new headquarters will provide local and regional racers with a full service race shop that provides a wide range of parts and supplies to racers, including the full chassis line of the Kart Republic brand. For more, head to mpg-motorsports.com and follow us on social media. Let MPG Motorsports take your motorsports career in the direction of your choice. And welcome back to This Week in Karting, episode number 71. It is October 25th, 2023. David Cole, Nate Dean providing you some news and notes surrounding the sport of karting just a week after we recorded our last episode. Uh, we're giving you now some ECAN editorial uh, information, uh, including the Industry Insider that we published uh, a week ago, including the MPG Motorsports Program. Uh, Billy Vincent among the uh, the figureheads there, along with Chase Jones, Race Liberante, and Braden Eves, all making and helping for the MPG Motorsports Group to grow uh, over the last couple of years. Certainly, uh, starting out with with a, a single garage at Whiteland Raceway Park, now has their own home base there, a full shop, full sales, full everything, ready to go, and just uh, bringing in a lot of new people. Uh, welcoming back people into the sport as well and uh, is a, a great program with a lot more uh, on the horizon uh, for that uh, operation. We also did the Rock Cup Super Final Team USA race report. We had a number of drivers from Team USA on the podium, including race winner Ariel Castro, uh, Derek Wang finishing in second to him in the Expert Plus category. We had Blake Nash on the podium, and then Rock Senior, and then Alessandro DiTullio, the number three driver in our ECAN driver rankings we'll talk about in a bit. Uh, he finished, uh, I believe, fourth in the Rock uh, Super Rock division. So good, good success there uh, for Team USA at the Rock Cup Super Final. Getting into the driver rankings, we'll start with shifter cart. We still have the same top three, Marnie Kremers, AJ Myers, and Kyle Wick uh, making up the top three drivers. So you got Brill Art, Magic Cart, and GFC represented Nate in the top three. Uh, we got this weekend, obviously, with the Rock Cups, uh, Rock Cup USA, Rock Vegas event going on, uh, valuable points. And I believe both Kremers and Wick are there at Rock Vegas. No AJ Myers. Uh, racing at the Rock Vegas event. So uh, Kremers and Wick with an opportunity to kind of gain some points before they head into to Las Vegas for the Super Nationals. Yeah, and like you said, Myers not being there this season, this weekend, excuse me, but he's had a pretty solid season beneath him across all series that he's run, Scusa and USPKS mainly, but Kyle Wick is always quick no matter what track you put him in and with GFC and then Marion Kremers is the winner from last season at that event so he'll probably be going in with some momentum with himself and the Burrell PSL karting crew going into that but yeah two big uh, races to round off the year to give some bragging rights to those shifter car drivers. Yeah, Kremers is going to have to either repeat the, as victory or uh, perform just as well in order to keep those points because I believe that's one of his seven races he has counted in the 12-month span that we do go back to. So 
So a big, a strong result this weekend is going to be key for him keeping that number one spot ahead of Myers going into the Super Nationals. You're looking at driver rankings for tag. It is Joe Turney, Ryan Norberg, and Alessandro de Tulio. So you have Cart Republic sandwich uh, with Norberg in the middle uh, on the RPG Cosmic. Uh, obviously, Turney, we talked about him in the last show with um, injury at the FIA Karting World Championships. So obviously will not be competing at this year's Super Nationals. So he's going to have to stand on his point total uh, that he accumulated here in the 2023 season, aside from uh, Super Nationals. But we've seen it before. We've seen drivers finish out the the season without a strong finish at the Super Nationals and still end up in the number one position. So it's still doable for Joe Turney. Uh, Ryan Norberg looking for a second Super Nationals victory. He's going to probably need that or a podium finish to be able to uh, to put himself ahead of Turney in the points. And then as we talked about, Alessandro Di Tullio, uh, international motorsport driver, uh, sitting third. He's been one of the probably the most consistent drivers. I think I counted 17 of 19 finishes in the top 10 this year in uh, driver ranking events. So that's a pretty strong resume for, uh, for Alessandro going into uh, the end of the year. Yeah. Like you said, just really, really consistent from Alessandro. Not having that many standout performances in 2023 or really mm -hmm. fighting for a win all that much, but just being within that top five, top 10 fight so consistently has put him where he is on that. Ryan Norberg, also one who's been incredibly consistent this season and will be looking for a, another a super national win in a few weeks time. And like you said, unfortunately, Joe Turney, not going to be racing stateside again in 2023 after that incident over in Europe. So hoping that he recovers from that and he'll be coming over stateside again, hopefully for either the winter series like he did last this season or for a full-time campaign in 2024 on the pro tour. But three really really talented drivers that are up there like you said um to wrap this up with kremers tourney gonna have to pretty much do the same thing norberg also riding the coattails of his past year's success maybe not the best year for ryan and alessandro could be looking for a big result in a couple weeks time in vegas yeah, and we could see another driver move up into the top three with a victory at the Super Nationals. That's always a factor as well. So that'll be interesting to see as we get into December and we'll release the final standings once the final 2023 event is completed. Uh, we also have our Texas Sprint Racing Series Champions Review for 2023. Make sure you head to the homepage and check that out. And also, we just announced the Driver of the Month for September of 2023, Noel Rosser. The Team USA driver at the Tillotson T4 Nations Cup event, winning the senior category there in Spain. Uh, Valencia, Spain was the uh, location of the event. So a great uh, tip of the hat to Noah Rosser on his victory, first international victory and helping Team USA claim the T4 Nations Cup trophy as well. Uh, heading into the Ecan podcast review again, download any of our podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts from, uh, iTunes, Google play, Spotify, Podbean, all the different podcast outlets. Make sure you subscribe, give us a review. Uh, the only podcast we have recently since last week was this week in carding episode number 70 that recorded on October 6th, 2023, uh, Ecan radio network continues to play 
the Supernational Rewinds, along with this episode of This Week in Carding coming up uh, tomorrow, which is Thursday, October 26th. So that'll be playing that day. And we'll continue our rewinds going into next week of the Supernationals. And again, stay tuned for December and probably January when we're going to start to host some roundtables. It'll be probably YouTube oriented, but we'll be playing all the audio uh, on the EKN Radio Network and then making those podcasts as well. So make sure you stay tuned uh, for that information. And then, Nate, what's coming up on EKN? Well, one, uh, November 8th through the 12th, Supercarts USA Nationals, the 26th edition at Las Vegas Motor Speedway in Las Vegas, Nevada. The one that everyone in karting is looking forward to for the entire year. The one you want to win, whether you're here in the States or anywhere else in the world. It's obviously looks good on your resume, like it was for Evan Gilter, who just got a drive with ART Grand Prix at Freca, which I think is Formula 4, Formula Regional over there. So obviously that did a little bit of help for him along with his karting background. So looking forward to that one. A lot of stories have been written throughout 2023. And to finally cap that off and end on a high in Las Vegas should be a good one. It should be a good one. And a lot of stories going into it. Obviously, uh, we'll be doing our EKN ser- pre- preview series of Super Nationals 26. We're going to start everything. We just got the entry list for the first three classes we're going to do. That includes Micro Swift, Mini Swift, and Master Shifter. So we'll have the first one coming up on October 28th. Uh, that'll be Micro Swift. October 29 will be Mini Swift. And then October 30th, will be master shifter. So we're going to get right into our preview series again, a little earlier than typically normal because the events moved up a week uh, due to the, that small little race that they're having in Las Vegas. Uh, F1 formula one. I'm not quite sure. Nate, do you know anything about F1? (laughs) It's like a Netflix racing series or something. I'm not quite sure what it is. I believe that is what your, 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 your caption was of your photos that you went to when you went to Austin last weekend. Correct. That is exactly what it was. Yes. (laughs) So let's quick kind of overview that because again, F1 really big popular right now because they just got done in Austin. You were there in Austin. What was kind of the, uh, the feel, the atmosphere, uh, for this year's event. I know you were there uh, in previous years as well. Um, hot, but that's not really an atmosphere. But <laughs> it was it was really interesting because I came back and I watched the first race that they had there in 2012. And looking at the crowds, we had more than that on a Friday practice day. So a lot of growth for motorsport and especially Formula One in America in the past couple of years. So that was really nice to see. It was a really good race, not exactly the Verstappen dominance that we've seen all of 2023. Had a couple of constructors in there for a fight. Obviously, Max getting the win in the end, but a really fun weekend, Dakota. Well, the track limits is, I think, what I watched qualifying. That's what did Verstappen in. Correct. Uh, he went uh, out out of the lines, correct, to uh, lose his fast lap. Yeah, wide in 19 and didn't cause any controversy at all whatsoever, bringing up the whole track limits debate yet again that I'm so happy that we don't have in karting because it's either grass or plastic barriers that you run into if you go off the track. So really enjoying not having to have those debates on this week in karting. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, we could talk about it at track house because essentially it's the same thing there. I mean, we just, we just don't, we don't enforce it is what you're saying. Correct. Yeah. We have the indie car stance of when they went to Coda <laughs> on track limits. <laughs> well, see, I, and I, you know, especially because in that section, they could get away with having the wall like right there. They don't oh, need yeah. all that runoff room, especially coming onto the main straightaway there. I would think that I just, it, it bugs the hell out of me to watch a race and watch these cars going over the curbing and on the 80,000 feet of pavement that they have outside the racetrack. Why can't we just put grass there? I don't under, I even, I understand maybe in Texas because it gets so hot, it can't grow grass. So it looks terrible, but I mean, I, I keep talking about why can't we do AstroTurf? The fake it's, grass that you see on football fields. Yeah. Because you put, I, I don't think it can burn very fast. Now, although I haven't tested it. So maybe we should put some like, you know, 100 and, you know, temperature. T- what's the temperature of tires? Probably 160 degrees, maybe when, when they're out there. Yeah, probably about I that. I mean, I don't, I mean, NASCAR uses it on their, their trioval race tracks. You know, you look at Charlotte Motor Speedway. They have AstroTurf on the inside there. I always thought it was real grass. And then when I went there for the uh, for the WKA race a couple of years ago, it's it's the fake grass. And I'm like, why can't we get away with doing this on the outside of some of these racetracks rather than pavement? Because it's flat. It's not going to you can you can spray paint it. So it's going to be com- green. Um, and then if they go on it, they're not going to get a lot of grip. So if it's it's almost a penalty for them going off the racetrack there because they're going to lose grip and possibly spin. Uh, what, what do you, what are your thoughts on, on putting AstroTurf on racetracks? I think it would work. I think gra- obviously gravel grass would work great. The issue is that formula one, especially in Europe and with Coda, we, they follow and have MotoGP run on the same circuits that they do. Mm-hmm. So it's really, they have, MotoGP has a lot of demands for their circuits and they True. do like that runoff for mm-hmm. to keep the riders safe, which cause obviously causes a massive issue with track limits for Formula One. So maybe it's a thing of F1 and the tracks having to be more modular with their designs, being able to have runoff areas that can put gravel or grass or AstroTurf on it during a formula one weekend it's well a difficult situation yeah you look at moto gp like they slide right would you yeah i bet they would much rather slide on uh astroturf than pavement for the 80 you know 800 feet that they'll slide in some cases when they go off track when i i would assume because you know football players slide every especially when it's wet it really slides i mean everybody's going to slide off of that um, I, I, that, okay. I understand that point now, but it just, man, it would just look a lot better if you had again, fake grass or, or whatever you need to even, even give still that space between the walls and the track, but yet we're going to Vegas where everything's going to be completely walls. They go to what's a really tight, uh, street race. Uh, I can't remember for formula one. What is the Monaco back? Well, I mean, Monaco, but the, what's the other one? Baku. Yeah, that one is is probably worse than Monaco in a way, wouldn't you think? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, then why, you know, let's put up the walls. <laughs> put, I don't know. It just it makes no sense to me. But the, the Moto, Moto GP does does make sense now. 
uh, as to why they have all this runoff room on pavement. So I, I don't know. I think I think we just need to mock up Coda with uh, with some fake grass and see what it looks like. Oh, yeah. We'll do that. <laughs> all right. So, we'll yeah, right with that, that, we'll uh, we'll wrap up this week in carding episode number. Oh, I wrote 70, but it's 71, uh, 71, October 25th, 2023. Nate, any any final words, thoughts on the uh, Super Cart USA announcements or the uh, the Rotax programs? Any final words? I'm just looking forward to 2024. There's a lot of hype going on with Scusa and uh, not quite sure how stars pro show is going to work. If it's going to be similar to that should be fun. And then USPKS seems to have the same level of hype going into next season as well. I'm just really itching and looking forward to this 2024 season. Yeah, same here. It'll be an exciting season once again here in United States carding. So with that, Myself and Nate Dean, thank you for tuning in to This Week in Carding, episode number 71. Until next time. Mm-hmm.